All right, guys, we're back at it with a new episode today. And guess what month it is, Ken? Go for it, guess. It's Physical Therapy Awareness Month. Oh, I really thought you were going to say October again. <laughs> but it is. Yeah. October is... I, I knew exactly what month it was. Please. Congrats. October is Physical Therapy Awareness Month, or just Physical Therapy Month. Um, so we're going to dive into a little bit about why we got into the field, um, since you know we are talking about it, and a little bit about just what that means. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Let's go. You're listening to the PT Assistance Podcast with your hosts, Ken and Laura. Thanks for joining for another exciting episode. Alrighty, guys. So with it being physical therapy, well, I don't even think it's awareness. It's just physical therapy month. Um, well, before we go into our stories, did you have to do anything in school for physical therapy awareness? For the month? Not that I recall. So I remember in at UNLV, I was encouraged to do things. <laughs> I think at UNLV, the physical therapy students would set up like a in-service slash let's get like yoga and other random little physical therapy sessions here and there. And they would like bring out flyers and stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know if you did anything. Well, not in, while well, I was in PTA school because it was such a small little private school. Um, They suggested things and they let us know and they said of what maybe some of the state is doing in the APTA um but other than that not really um so I've heard stories of like also in the PTA program other students from other programs would come to the physical therapy program and then they would work on them practice some skills do some education on what physical therapy is and who it's for and then yeah. the rules would be reversed for like the dental assistants and uh, medical assistants. Like you would go to theirs and then they would do a little in service about what they do and things like that. So I don't know if you did something of that sort. I went nope. to school during COVID, so All that none of out. that was on the table. <laughs> but I They're have like, heard actually, of please don't doing... don't celebrate anything. <laughs> right. Don't go anywhere. Um. Yeah. No. Not that I recalled. Uh, we didn't really do anything that might have happened, honestly, but it might have been so quick or small that I don't really recall it. Um, I know that during this month, it is big for the PT, APTA. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. The APTA will really start to you'll ramp up some of their advertisements, their talk about it, getting it out there. Because it is a good little conversation starter and definitely against um, those you're talking to definitely in the in the legislation field of things. Hey, did you know that this month is physical therapy month? Let me talk about some of the things that we're looking at doing. And um, they said uh, I was reading it for this this month so far. They actually have a billboard in Times Square for physical therapy month. Um, huh. I have not seen it, but it was one that of the things that like they said, nice. yeah, that they're doing, they're trying to get the awareness out there of how it could be economically feasible, um, how it could be beneficial for patients. And so the APTA, from what I can tell, are really taking this month in for a educational and getting out the word and advertising the field itself. Um, 
But we I do thought, feel like we need more awareness for physical therapy. I agree. I think it's getting and there. So I speak from like a marketing standpoint. I think yes. Kairos still have like anyone who's hurt their neck or their back. Most often than not, I feel like people think I need to go to the Cairo. Yeah. They don't think, oh, I need to go to physical therapy. So hopefully, you know, with more awareness and the ABTA, then that can shift a little bit more towards our favor so that we can patients or the general population can know that we also treat neck and backs. Yeah. In a different way. Yeah. I I have always said that like our goal is to kind of nothing against Kairos, but like our goal is to kind of get you fixed and out and hopefully not come back. Um versus What are you trying to say? Kind of doing <laughs> the manual and then, you know, when it gets out of place because the muscles aren't fixed around it, then you have to go back. Um but again, yeah. that's a whole before different. Before we go on, yeah, before we go uh, on a rant on Kairos and PT. Then. Well, it's not even that. It's just, but like, it's definitely, I think, educating the difference between them because a lot of people don't know either, too. They just think, oh, it's all one and the same, but it, it is definitely different on targeting what we're, what we're trying to target. Um, so I think getting that awareness out there is great. That's also why we wanted to share our story about why we got into this field, too, because of the fact that. I know it's been a while since we've done it and talking about it. And so we're like, it's physical therapy month. We want to talk about why we're in physical therapy, why we're doing what we're doing. And I think the last time we talked about this was, I think, our first episode. Maybe episode one. Where we introduced ourselves. Yeah, like it's it's way back. Um, so, Ken, do you want to start or do you want me to start? We didn't discuss who was actually start. Um, I can start because I feel like mine is shorter than yours. <laughs> This is actually probably true. Well, you come from a family of medical. Whoa, whoa, and giving I away don't. my secret. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm about to go into your story. Spoilers. <laughs> All right. So for for me, I learned of physical therapy through a friend. Originally, I was going to go into biochemistry and become an optometrist. So for me, I knew I wanted to go into the medical field. Also because I knew my family wanted me to go into the medical field. It was just a matter of what direction I was going to take. So when I was in biochem, I realized I just was not a fan of chemistry at all. <laughs> which you know, which it, is you weird. You probably be a fan of chemistry if you're going to go into biochem. Yeah. And I don't know, like, I, I actually like math, mainly because I'm, I mean, I don't not like math, just because I'm good at it, but chemistry just never really, it was never Stop. it for me, which is really weird. But after that, I switched my major to kinesiology, because I have a friend that was doing physical therapy at the time, and after a couple of courses, I was like, this is pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. So I learned more about the body, and I had nutrition courses, and I'm like, I enjoy this a lot more. It was just more things I was just genuinely interested in. The thing about a kinesiology degree is that it's practically useless unless you go into something past a kinesiology degree. Pretty close to it. So, so yeah, it's not completely useless, but ideally you get a kinesiology degree to go into some other profession as a prereq. Not a prereq, yeah. but 
It helps to get you into other programs. Well, like if you want to go OT or PT, you do have to have or a bachelor's. athletic training. Athletic training, you have to have a bachelor's. Um, a lot of strengthening certifications now require education in that field. Um, when I was yeah, if you want the higher credentials, much, but yeah, if you want higher credentials, yeah. if you want to go into person personal trainers, it all requires a bachelor. So. So ideally, so at first I actually wanted to go into athletic training, but my family was a little against that because it wasn't technically a medical field. So then I stumbled across physical therapy and they were like more okay with that. And the more I learned about physical therapy, I was like, oh, this is just kind of like I'm training somebody. That's kind of what I wanted to go into, but on the medical side of things. I've learned more about pathologies and things like that. Yeah. So after that, I studied a little bit more about it, went through the program, went to become a technician, went through the PTA program, and then now I'm here. So. Ta-da. (laughs) Ta-da. So. So mine was a little all over the place. I didn't really have much direction when I was going through school. I just knew I was like, ah, oh, I was going to go medical because I know my family wanted me to go more medical, but I didn't really know where. But so I think it shows like it's a it roundabout shows good way because, too. yeah, because you got to really kind of look into things and try things out and really figure out what you wanted to do versus just jumping in head first, um, which I think is smart because you're like, oh, okay, I kind of want to do this. But then you're like, ah, oh, let me look into this option instead since. You were influenced a good amount too at I the was. same time. <laughs> but I wasn't you found like a workaround. Forced, but I was strongly pushed motivated <laughs> in one direction. But in the long run, it worked out. Like if they actually kind of hadn't, it, you might have missed this opportunity for you to really enjoy what you're doing. Um, both me and Ken, and I, you didn't really mention this, originally we both wanted to go DPT. Um, we both wanted to get our doctorate in it. In the long run, we looked at it and decided that wasn't the best option for us. And so we both have gone into the PTA realm. Now I'm content here. In the long run, you know, we might see Ken go on. We might see me go on. Who knows? But it's okay to also just be content in the PTA realm. Um, and it's okay that you change from going to wanting to be DPT to PTA. Don't don't let anybody say it. And it's it also otherwise. okay from being PTA to go to DPT. Yes, it and is it's also all okay, okay from being from physical therapy to something that's not therapy related at all. It is as long as you're happy doing what you're happy, guys. It is okay. Don't let other people think like put you down otherwise. Sorry, that's my little soapbox for so at least right now. <laughs> the second half of our so it was how do we got here and then how we're liking it so far mm-hmm. is the uh, the second half of our discussion today. So I've been a PTA for a little over two years now. No. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Time flies. Congrats. Yeah. Um, about two and a half years yeah, in. Yeah, because it was one with one and one pretty much one with the other. Wow. Yeah. Now, looking back at it, I can't believe it actually has been that long. And, and you so call far, yourself a newbie. I don't know if you can. I am absolutely anymore. still a newbie. Two years, please. <laughs> and if you listen to our improving critical thinking episode, I kind of summed up 
where I was at in mm-hmm. the field. So I'm still enjoying the field. I still do love what I do. I think for me personally, it's more of a, I just want to figure out ways to get better. Yeah. I don't want to feel like I'm stagnant. And unfortunately right now, we're not super busy. And the moments that we aren't busy, I go out marketing. So it doesn't really give me much time to improve those critical thinking skills. And I don't think that's on any part like my owner's or my boss's fault. It's also on me. I need to be able to reach out, let them know what I need to engage in, what I need in order to improve. They can help me out. And in that episode, you'll hear how I did that and their response as well. But I was just going to say two years in, still enjoying what I'm doing looking for ways to improve and looking forward to where it takes me. Well, and that took you a while too to figure out that, Hey, it wasn't necessarily because there was times you went back and forth on the job um, where you're like, I don't know if this is going to be enough. I, I just don't feel like it's going anywhere. Like uh, you were kind of like, I don't know about this field in general. Like you're just talking about even PT in general True. at some point. And then I think you finally, have, as you've evolved and you've just grown, which is awesome and so cool, you figured out that, hey, it's not necessarily the job I'm in, but it's I don't like to feel stagnant in a job. And it goes, doesn't matter what feel or what activity you're doing, you just don't like to feel stagnant. So you did. You took it upon yourself to figure out how could I better myself and continue to pr- promote growth internally with within you. And so, you know, I think that's commendable of what you've done in the field for yourself, too. Um, I think you. And how you figured that out. So congrats. Golf clap. Golf clap? Oh, whoa, I hear you. You're not supposed <laughs> Sorry, to hear golf bad. claps. My bad. <laughs> way, too, way too loud. Jeez, you're about to hurt my ears over here. Gosh. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> I take it back. Then I take my claps back. <laughs> uh, I wonder if anybody <laughs> listening can actually actually heard your claps. <laughs> I was still super quiet. They're like, she she clapped? Where? She, All right, like, Laura, would you like to tell anything? us how you got into the field? And yeah. So, you're part two of the question. Um, I have a little bit more background in the field than Ken did. I pretty much grew up in the fields. Um, my mom is a PTA. She did, she mainly raised us kids. Um, so she didn't work really that often. Um, until we got into high school, but she did keep a couple private patients on, um, as a PTA, you know, by another PT, they kind of had a private business. And so she had like two patients that she would see, um, maybe once a week. And one of them until recently he passed away, they were, you know, I, I grew up around him. They were like family to us. They were kind of like a second family. Um, and so we'd go over there. We were, we were homeschooled for most of my life up until, again, high school. And so there was times where my mom took us with them. And they were, of course, approved by the family and everything like that. And so I got to see what she did. One of my early memories of PT and some of the cool gadgets at the time, I thought, was my mom had e-STEM. And she was doing neuro on him, neuro or Russian. And she's like, you want to feel like what it feels like? And she puts it on my forearm and... I feel it and my hands all twitching and doing, you know, the motion. And I'm like, this is cool. My mom goes, okay, I'm going to turn it off now and starts talking. And instead of turning it off, she turns it all the way up and my hand just completely contracts and locks. And I'm like, mom, mom, mom. So, like, I thought it was cool how you could have different um, 
tools to oh, help. So they didn't turn you off muscle. from the field? I've been like, absolutely not. No, I, I want be. nothing to do with this random contraption you put on my Fair arm. Thing, and I was like, ooh, made it to pain. the point where I couldn't. Wow. You're like, ooh, pain. I'm intrigued. Ooh, pain. I'm intrigued. How did you do this? I know, right? How do Maybe I cause it? How do I inflict this on other people? How do I want it? <laughs> uh, and then on top of it, I had also been in and out of physical therapy myself since I was nine. Um, I was originally diagnosed with Severs disease. I don't honestly, I don't know if it's still called that. Um, but pretty much what it was is one side of my body was growing extremely fast compared to the other. And I would have actual growing pains throughout the day, not through night. I would have them throughout the day. I would I had a leg discrepancy, which caused a lot of hip and back and knee issues, um, shoulder issues, joint issues. Most of all of my injuries have been on the right side, which was the side that was behind. Um, so it, it caused a lot of pain. And so physical therapy was actually the first ones to diagnose it. And um, then I was given exercises at the age of nine. Here's the kicker, guys. At the age of nine, my mom was like, well, I'll, they're like, well, you're PTA. You can just do these at home. Like, here's what you want to do. And the mom was like, OK, I didn't do them. It was horrible. I, Is it because you didn't did want to, or your mom didn't? Because I didn't want to listen to her. No, I didn't want to listen to her. So oh, that was your problem. Yeah. That was a battle. And so next Were time you I just went, like in, naturally rebellious. Actually, no, I was a good child. So just because of physical, therapy, but I was stubborn. Just, just the physical therapy stuff you didn't want to do. No, no, there's a lot of other stuff, but like we would just oh, okay. battle because she would correct things, and I get tired of her correcting me, and because she's also my mom and all that kind of stuff. So then at the age of 11, so that was nine, at the age of 11, I had shoulder issues. Again, I was also a competitive swimmer, if you guys didn't know that. So I started swimming when I was five and a half all the way through college. So um, at the age of nine, I had shoulder issues. I was diagnosed with bicep tendonitis and impingement. Um, and so we went to physical therapy. This time I actually went to physical therapy. <laughs> And so at an early age, I actually got to, because I was homeschooled still, my mom would have me do PT in the morning, which was all the, like, Medicare patients, and it still is to this day. True, it, it is you know, those early, yeah. So here I am, an 11-year-old, 11-year-old with all these, like, 60 to 80-year-olds in the clinic, and it's just me. <laughs> so um, I actually got to see a lot. I got to see a lot of... uh total knees up front there a lot of total hips actually i got to see a lot of uh arthritis issues um and i was intrigued and then again my I, i've got a long history guys i had pt yeah, see this is why i knew mine was much shorter than yours i had pt when i was also in high school because i had knee surgery because of inflamed plica so that was removed then i had you know so it was post-op knee recovery, pretty much cleanup job in a way. Um, and that was in high school. So I was doing the afternoon. I actually got to do it with my best friend. We got in trouble all the time because we would talk. An hour session would be two hours with the two of us. We got yelled at so much. <laughs> um, but I got to see the different aspect there again. I got to see now more of the athletes coming in at that time because it was a sports, more of a sports-based rehab facility. Um, so I got to see a lot of the athletes. I got to do a lot of the cool athletic stuff and advanced uh, exercises, which was fun. Um, and I always loved the problem solving that came along with it because um, I had a couple things that came up. 
I had a ganglion cyst one time that came up and that prevented me from doing certain activities because that would inflare it like anything on my hands that would flare it up. Um, so they had to do a lot of work around and I thought that was cool how there, there was a lot of problem solving. So I kind of had my mom got to see everything she did and more home health. And then I got to see the outpatient side because I was a patient. And so I was always intrigued by it. Um, I'm a math person. I love math. I love problem solving. I love puzzles. I love all that kind of stuff. And it just seemed like a really good fit. I love the body. I love learning about it. So that's pretty much why I decided. Now, I'm one of the rare birds. I went into school knowing what I wanted to go into, which was kinesiology with the concentration of, um, well, at the time it was exercise science. That did change. Only because they added concentration of sports med my junior year. And so I was able to switch over to that because it matched perfectly. Um, but I went into kinesiology. I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to go into the, the PT realm. My mom always encouraged me to go PTA. And I was like, no, I want to be Dr. Laura because I thought that was funny. Because <laughs> there was a Dr. You Laura. You thought it was funny. Yeah, because there's the Dr. Laura like TV sh- or radio show or whatever. I don't know. My mom listens no, to I her all that. the time. And so she was always known as the Dr. Laura show. And so I I don't know. I just thought that was funny. Um, So I was determined to do that. Uh, life had other decisions. I went through uh, PTA school, finished everything I had to do a couple more um, prereqs before applying to PT school. Um, one of them was physics, did that. I went to apply to the PT school. One of them I could do without taking, um, oh gosh, what's that one test? Uh, the GRD? GRE? GRE. GRE. The GRE. So there was a school out there that you could apply for that didn't require the GRE. And so I applied for it. However, one of my letter of recommendations got it in late and my application was thrown out. After that, I, yep, I met my husband and we moved out here and I decided I did not want to wait that long to go to school again because by that time, my anatomy was already almost five years old and it was just falling off. And so I was like, I want to do, I don't want to go back to school for like four more years at the earliest. And so I chose to go the PTA route, and I'm very grateful I did. I really enjoy the role I'm in. I've been in here for about seven years now, um, so I, I still consider myself also a newbie, uh, <laughs> even though Ken Ken's giving me a look right now like, like that's what? stupid. <laughs> I mean, you can if you want, but what? No, I actually, this past couple months, I actually feel like I'm turning in from being a newbie into a little bit of a vet in the field. Um, I'm mean, not yeah, by like, any You just means said saying, that not too long ago. Yeah, no, by no means am I saying I know it all or I have all the right answers or I'm smarter than anybody else. I think Ken is way smarter than me, guys, and I am not afraid to admit my downfalls. Um, and I am not afraid to admit that she's right. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I just okay, wanted to. I, I know, wanted to see second. your reaction. Wait a second. Uh, um, that's so funny. But <laughs> but I I've loved it. I've tried impatient uh, outpatients more. My style, my speed. I enjoy it a lot more. Um, 
I also love some of the behind the scenes work. Um, I've done a lot of kind of management without technically being management, which was hilarious um, roles. And I enjoyed that too. So there's definitely aspects of the field that I love in all sorts of different ways. Um, I especially love working with patients. Now, don't get me wrong. Do I have down days and do I absolutely hate working sometimes? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, but in the long run, I really do love this field. I feel like that's unavoidable with any job though. Yeah. No, every every job has its pros and cons. Yeah, I think in just any type of customer or person-based jobs where, like, so any healthcare, any even customer service, it can be hard sometimes because you're constantly dealing with people. Now, in our case, we're constantly dealing with people who are in pain, and so their frustrations can come at you, and it's hard definitely in the beginning not to take that personally. So I, I do think that sometimes it can wear a little bit more than other jobs but um you know in the long run i absolutely love this job and um yeah did i miss anything or did i hit it all i think in that one i think that's that's everything yeah my big thing is like when i wanted to go into this field too is i really wanted to help people i love the problem solving of it i loved watching Patients get better walking out of there, you know, walking in on crutches or with a walker and then walking out all on their own accord. And just improving someone's life was one of the main factors that got me into this field. And I think sometimes we can lose track of that um, because unfortunately it is a profit driven market. And it becomes more about the numbers and it becomes more about getting your notes done and it becomes more about you know, visit counts and authorizations and things like that. And sometimes it can lose track. And I'm guilty of that, of letting those things become more of the focus in the job than actually why I want to do the job in the first place. And so um, for me, it's really about watching those people have better lives leaving. Um, whether it's a 2% difference or a 100% difference. It it's always feels a little better when they're like, thank you. <laughs> and oh, yeah, it absolutely does. Yeah. So um, definitely one of the rewarding facts of the job, but uh, one of the reasons I got into it. And I'll tell you this, if you don't, don't, you're not in it, honestly, for just bettering people's life situations, I'll tell you right now, it's going to be really hard for you to stay in this job. Um, just because no, the, of the real fact talk that, came out. Yeah, it was, yeah, the real talk did come out. Just, uh, just, this is uh, Laura dropping down the hammer right now. I, well, it's it's just, it's just because if you don't have that compassion and that drive to better people, everything else is going to pile up on you, and it's going to become exhausting. And do I think you can put that off for years? Yeah, but at some point, it's going to break the camel's back if you don't have that actual strong foundation of why you're doing it. So um, not necessarily meaning it has to be exactly mine, but kind of along the same line. Would you disagree? I don't disagree. (laughs) But I didn't think it was going to be that real that fast. I I went there apparently. (laughs) I didn't mean to, but I went there. But you're not wrong. Yeah. But that's kind of, that's 
that's us in the field and so we again because of the fact that it was it is i should say because it is still october um it is physical therapy month we wanted to really talk about us in the field and why we're doing it and before we get into the gripes of pt awareness month we're going to save that for our next episode so be sure to tune into that one and Follow us on our Instagram, check out our YouTube, do all the things. Again, thank you so much. We appreciate everyone who tunes into our episodes as it helps us grow. And be sure to share, like, and do all the things. And until then, we'll catch you guys in the next one.